Coming up on Garden Talk. I will stress the plan out just to understand that particular cultivar. I will stress you out to your next to see what happens if I don't give you air, or you don't have no airflow. If you if your temperature is too hot, if your temperature is too low, I take a bucket from Home Depot and I go and I get the dry amendments. And I took the whole boxes of them and I just mix them together in the trash bag really well. And I realized I didn't build it wrong. I just was putting too much water in the container. I use tree stump for my, um, like people use recharge. I use tree stump. So I use tree stump and some molasses water together and some banana pills that I leave, leave sitting in the water. I put all of them in the water overnight, gardening. It taught me to be okay with failure. It taught me to embrace failure. What's up, everybody? For you that don't know me, my name is Chris, aka Mr. Growit, and you're tuned into the Garden Talk podcast. This episode number 43. In this episode, I interview Jariah Black. She is an indoor gardener who is big into DIY gardening. She talks about her style of gardening, which she calls hoodganics, and some of the DIY projects that she's done for her indoor garden. Thanks to all of you who support this podcast through Patreon. If you'd like to support, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash mrgrowit. Before we get into it, I want to acknowledge that one of my goals for this podcast is to bring zero cost for information about gardening, all plants, to the general public. That being said, I'd like to thank the sponsors of today's podcast who helped make that goal possible. Dutch Pro is a sponsor of the podcast. Coupon code MrGrow10DP will get you a discount on their products. They are a plant fertilizer company that has been around for over 30 years. They originated in Amsterdam, and their nutrients are available in several countries across the world. They have everything needed for proper plant nutrition, from base nutrients to additives and pH regulators. I will leave a link to Dutch Pro's Amazon store down in the description section below. And don't forget to use coupon code MrGrowIt10DP for a discount on their products. A big supporter of this podcast is Spider Farmer. They sponsor this podcast and I use their LED grow lights. Spider Farmer now has a bar style series of LED grow lights. They have the SE3000 a four bar fixture for a three foot by three foot grow space, the SE5000, a six bar fixture for a four foot by four foot grow space, and the SE7000, an eight bar fixture for a five foot by five foot grow space. I will leave a link to Spider Farmer down in the description section below, and you can use discount code MrGrowAt5 during checkout for a discount on their products. Thanks to AC Infinity for sponsoring this podcast. They sent me over their grow tent, which has a canvas density of 2000D, making them the thickest grow tent on the market today. It has an aluminum plate that mounts your controller to the grow tent with a lightproof pass-through for cable routing. The frame has 50% thicker steel poles and carries two times more weight than the standard grow tents. Coupon code MrGrowIt will get you a discount on their products, and I'll leave a link to their website down in the description section below. And we are back. Welcome to the Garden Talk Podcast. Today I am joined with Jaria Black. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Ooh, I'm this is good. cozy. I get to hang out with Mr. Brovet, y'all. Y'all see <laughs> I made it, y'all. I'm at the big time now. Okay. <laughs> uh, happy to have you on. You know, we've been in contact for, I don't even know how long it's been, close to a year or something like that. And uh, mm-hmm. You've been doing a lot of things with CL Media, and you've got your YouTube channel. You know, we're going to get into all that, and then we're going to get into your style of 
growing, you know, what you do in order to be successful in the garden. Really, this Garden Talk podcast is about identifying different practices that people do in their garden, and then people that are listening can take some of those best practices and implement in their garden, potentially. So we want to learn all about your style today. I know you're big into DIY, Mm -hmm. so you're very, very hands-on building things, aeroponic cloners, flood drain trays, all that stuff. So I want to get into all of that on this episode. But first, as always, can you give us an introduction? Tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got into gardening. Okay, well, I'm Jariah Black. Um, I live out in the East Coast. I've been gardening for about two years, yeah, about two years now. I've been in, um, in basically around the plant for about plants or anything gardening-wise around about six years now, six or seven years now. Um, my, how did I get into gardening? Ooh. I got into gardening, basically, um, additional gardening to help my mom, basically. Um, my mom is a recovering, um, and you know, I got the back story like everybody else. Um, and she was spending a lot of money. And I figured, why not grow it? So I did that. And then I also started growing it because I cook with plants and um, I want to see money. So I went down the rabbit hole, basically. I went down the rabbit hole. I um, started researching, started reading. At first, I thought, I'm not going to lie, I thought that I was going to put, because I thought I was going to put like some seeds and some dirt. Really, like, you know how you go to Home Depot somewhere, you just grab a pack of seeds? I thought I was going to put some seeds in the dirt with some water on it and go about my business. Like, I really did. I went in the Home Depot. You thought, you couldn't tell me I didn't know what I was doing. I brought, like, the bag of dirt, you know, bigger dirt for seven bucks. Um, some little pots. I had my little lights I got from um, Amazon for, like, 50 bucks a light. My little tent. We're doing this. And... Once I started, I realized that um, growing plants is more complicated than just throwing it in the dirt and putting some water in it. Unless you grow an aloe, then that's something different. But <laughs> um, I realized it was more to it. And then I just started reading more. Like, I'm like anyone else. I don't like to not know something. I don't like to be in a room with someone mentioning something. And, like, for example, everybody was throwing work VPD around a lot. When I didn't know what that was... We Google and we read, and I want to know. So same thing with, you know, beginning growing. I Same thing. I couldn't figure out why certain things was happening to my dirt. Excuse me, I got braces. So <laughs> um, I couldn't figure out what was happening to my dirt, so I researched that. I couldn't figure out why my leaves were looking, my plants looking crazy, so I researched that. Um, and then as time was going along, I started learning about different things. As I'm Googling and researching, I'm coming across people like you. Um, the guys over at CEO Media, um, Goblin, uh, Doggo, Vader, like I'm coming across all these people and I realized this is a thing, like this is like really big. Um, so then I just started watching and, you know, go down, it's like the blue pill or the red pill, blue pill or the red pill, which one are you taking? So I think I took a half of each, you know, um, <laughs> it was like, we're doing this. So, um. Fast forward to two years later, and now I am a organic grower. So, I uh, every couple of days or every month or every cycle or anything, I try to learn something new. So that's where I'm at with it. I call it Hooganics. Some people call it KNF. Some people call it Organics. 
my style is hooganics crystal right it's hooganics <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's my style and i went on my style and everybody asked me what's your style of girl hooganics um it's basically we're gonna figure it out <laughs> and that's what we do um so that's what i do awesome and now you've gotten to the point where you've got a youtube channel and you're showcasing not only your grow i've seen your grow on your youtube channel but you also have kind of uh, a shows i guess you can call it canisys uh, show you've got the phone a friend show can you talk to us a little bit about your youtube channel and kind of what you got going on there Chris watching my show, y'all. He watching me. Wait, he watching. <laughs> no. Um. So yes. Um. So as I was researching, um, and I'm much as I love you guys, I do. It was two things I realized in the industry. One, and nobody looked like me. So when I researched, I couldn't find anybody that looked like me. Um. That's a that's a problem for me. Um. Like even when people ask me how do I pick out my lights, um. One, I have one of the sets of lights I have is photon type lights. And how I picked those lights out was because it was a young lady doing a demonstration on the video. That's how I picked them out. Like, it was basically, I researched, I got all the specs information from like sitting in different rooms, talking to different people. And then when I went to each company, each company had a guy, you know, doing the whole demonstration. And photon tech had a female. And she broke it down, and it made perfect sense, and I was relatable to me, and I thought that was dope. And um, I realized that there's not a lot of females in this space. So because of that, I was like, this is crazy. Like, how is it not that many females in this space? And we're the most nurturing people on the planet. Like, this is for us. We nurture. This is what we do. Um, so, and then, like I said, it was no people that looked like me. So I uh, decided one day, I'm going to make a YouTube channel. <laughs> I don't know how I started it, but I did. And um, it happened to work out. I reached out to people. They started um, saying, sure, I'll do it. Sure, I'll do it. Girl power, you know, it's the year of the girl power. Girl power, I got you. So I realized that I wanted to bring light to females in um, certain businesses and um, and just tell the story, whatever their story is. And then when you fast forward, I had realized that I wasn't talking to no guys. Like, I was leaving the guys out. You know what I mean? And... When you do what they call what the algorithm or the data, I realized that most of the people that watched me were men. And it was just like, oh, snap. Like, I forgot all about the guys. So I keep forgetting that as beginner, guys are beginner growers too. Because, in, and you know, in the garden, it seemed like it was men growing. So I ain't never put pictured in my head that men are beginner growers. And I realized that I, I was leaving men out. So then I was like, you know what? Let me try, you know, doing a separate show where I can um, talk to my big bros. And then I didn't want to just talk to you about gardening. Because like, I can watch you all day about gardening. I didn't want to do that. Like, I want people to get to know, like, y'all have other sides. Like, you know what I mean? Um, we, as women on Canvases, we talk about mental health, mental stress. Um, we talk about skincare. We talk about, you know, jewelry. We talk about anything. Anything that women need to talk about, we talk about. But nobody's doing that for a man. Like, Chris, you have stress. You are a man. You have stress. You have everyday stress. So I started to figure out that I wanted to talk about mental stress for men. How do um, men deal with mental stress? How do men deal with being a dad with gardening um, for medicinal purposes? How do um, 
men use gardening in their everyday life to help them with mental stress and PSDs and you know stuff like that. Most of them, like I say, women are not in the military, but most people, most men are in the military. No one's really talking about that. Um, so I just feel like I need to show for it. how you do your skincare line. What's your snacks? What's your diet? You know what I mean? Like you, have, you are a person. You're just not just oh, this is a man. Like that's not how that works. You know what I mean? So I got the big road show because it was like, all right, I want to talk about gardening or I want to talk about something in the industry that would help men that um that's in that field. And then I also want to get like a little personal to let men know that here on Big Road we have a comfortable space for men for you to you know and lack of better terms, let your hair down. Like this space is designed for you and mine. So you can relax, hang out, and don't feel judged or whatever the case may be. And you know, um, and in the men culture, like Chris, in your household, if you're married, and let's just say the bills are not paid, they're not looking at the woman in your house, they're looking at you. All, every, a lot of stuff falls on men. So then you know the support. So here I am, I'm here to support. So <laughs> that's how I had the big bro show. So that's how I got into that. Awesome. Yeah, I was part of one of your videos. So if anybody's interested in watching that one, just search, I got bleach tips, let's call Mr. Grow It. So we talk all about lighting. We get a little personal. I didn't know you were gonna actually get a little personal in that video. So I was, I was a little throw off guard. My answers were kind of like, uh... Chris turned red, y'all. Chris was a hot seat, y'all. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Did I? That was money shot. Money shot, <laughs> now. But, uh, yeah. I'll definitely link that video in the, <laughs> the description section below for those watching on YouTube if you want to check out that video on her channel. Let's dive into the grow side of things now. So you kind of already talked a little bit about your grow style, Hoodganics, um, <laughs> but can you tell us, you know, are you an indoor grower, outdoor, are you in soil, cocoa? You were synthetic and now you're organic. So what's your kind of overall okay. grow style? So when I first started, it was um, organics. Um, it was Nectar of the Gods. I was still bottled up with Nectar of the Gods. Um, so imagine that a Nectar of the Gods with bad story from some, from um Home Depot on us. <laughs> so, that's what I was doing. Um and it got pricey over the time. So I switched over from bags, I mean from bottles, because I went from so let me go back, I'm sorry. So at the with the bottle soils of um, Nectar of the Gods, it starts off with a baseline of four bottles. So for me, because I was new, it seems simple. When you walk into the stores and you purchase it, they give you a chart. They give you a chart. It's like self-explanatory. And they give you how much to put in per gallon, all kinds of stuff. And then they have levels to it where they have the basics, advanced, and then they have pro. Now, the reason why I liked, I like Nectar of the Gods, because now past tense, I still like them. I just don't currently use them. Um, it's a plug and play system. So, if you're into like science or you're into wanting to see what your plants can do or any kind of growth style with your vegetables, anything, if you want to see what they're doing, you're just trying to play with it first to understand your to understand the plant. Um, for me, Nectar of the Gods was good because um, it allowed me to take each bottle to see exactly what that bottle does. It's easy, Chris, for me to watch you and you be like, yeah, well, if you use bloom, it makes your, your your peppers grow extra big. And that sounds good, but how big? How do I know how big pepper is supposed to get in the first place? You know what I mean? So I would grow a pepper out and just see what it would look like. And, um, and then the next one, I would use the bloom. I would just plug the bloom in. Plug it in. And I wanted to, it would show me what the pepper would do. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Or I'll be like, oh, I don't like what it does. I'm not using it in my next in my next cycle. Um, so it has a plug and play system. 
um it also allows you in my opinion to research for every that you're any item that you're growing and know the particular information about that plant and then figure out what stuff you want to use for your plant um what will work better so i like that however once you dive into that that philosophy you get to 18 bottles and now it's like it becomes you know a lot um so for me that was it is too too much i want simple i want um the best but i want it to be simple i have a lot of tasks that i do throughout the day i don't have time for 18 models so i um started researching about um nutrients so i came across um dry amendments um and it's dr earth is what i use yeah, dr earth now the dopest part about that is you can cut the boxes up and put it right in your dirt so that's cool um so i have that and then i my next thing after that i researched soil and then once I started researching the soil, I realized I could buy different bags of soil or I can build my soil. So I learned to build my soil. So my my I built my own soil. Um I use ProMix, I use um worm castings, I use uh lake water it's called just water lakes. It's pretty expensive, but it's great because it just you just have the water it has all like slight already slight amendments in it, so it, you can use it and mix it with your pro mix and make your pro mix stretch longer. Um, and then I use some other stuff that I get from other places, like maybe if I decide like this cycle I'm going to go with build a soil. They have you know amendments that you could put in to reamend your soil. So this cycle I'm deciding to go with build a soil, um, and I reamend my soil. And the best part about it is, is that uh. I get to keep all my dirt, Chris. I get to keep all my dirt. I thought that was so dope. Like I get to keep all my dirt. You mentioned you go, you know, from bag soil to kind of mixing your own. What was the ratio you're using? So you got pro mix. Some people do like the thirty-three, thirty-three, thirty-three. So do you like thirty-three percent? Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. Who This is hook organics. It's hook. This is hook organics. <laughs> you get your trash can, thirty-two. Uh, thir I got a thirty-two bag, a thirty-two gallon trash can, right? Don't come for me, y'all. See, like, I'm gonna get all this. I got a trash can. I took the whole bag of pro mix and trash can. <laughs> I took all my dry mint, all my food, and all my other stuff, all the trash can. <laughs> Um, I took a whole big bag of um, worm catchings all in the trash can and uh, my dry amendments all in the trash can and I started up and um, add water to it, started up, add maybe a little bit of, oh, I use tree stump for my, um, like people use recharge, I use tree stump. So I use tree stump and some molasses water together and some banana pills that I leave, leave sitting in the water. I put it all in the water overnight. And you know, um, like the air bubbles, I irrigate it overnight, and then I um, put it in the dirt, and then leave the dirt for a couple of days. And uh, some people call it cooking it. I don't cook my dirt because it don't get hot. So, but some people call it cooking it. Um, and then I use it. As well. <laughs> so I don't have any ratios. I couldn't tell you um, 33, 42, 12. I don't know. I just know it works for me. <laughs> That's organics, I guess. It's right? organic. You have to put that. You have to put that in the title. <laughs> this is gonna so, be the title: How to Grow Organics. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't measure. I don't start measuring until it's time to like feed. 
or time to use pH or like, you know, stuff like chemicals. But when it came to me first making my dirt, I don't I didn't measure anything. Like I was just like, this looks like about enough. You ever see the, the meme where the guy's like, Shh, it was like that. Ooh, sprinkle, sprinkle. <laughs> that looks, yeah, that looks good, Jay. Okay, cool. Like, so, I don't know. But it works. So. Okay. Well, let's back up. I, I want to just get into your grow setup first. So you're, okay. correct me if I'm wrong, you're in grow tents. What size grow tents are you in? And then what are you using for lighting? And just, can you talk about your grow room setup? So I grow in the basement. Well, I'm currently, I grew my basement. I, I grow in the basement. I have one, two, three, four. I have five tents. Um, I, I grow indoors. Um, everything's all tent. I have a eight by eight, I have a two by two, I have a two by four, and I have two two four by fours. So yeah. Um I have one, two, I have two Xfinity fan tents. Um y'all know people in his code down there look in the subscription, you get this couple. Anyway, I have two <laughs> um I have two um Xfinity fans, I have a smaller version, and then I have the um four by four and then and Beelson tents. The rest of my tents are Beelsons. Um which is an eight by eight and then a two by four and then um another four by four and um and my two by four i have hlg 300s and my um two by two from ac infinity i have uh a vivo sun 1000 um and my eight by eight i have the hlg um 600s um I have two of those in that one. And then in my other 4x4, four four, I have four, uh, four, Photon Tex 600s. And then in um, my other 4x4, four four, I just installed the um, Spider Farmers SE 5000. So I have those. And I just installed those maybe a week ago in those. So multiple tents multiple lights really good lights i mean you named off a lot of good lights it's usually 600 r spec i mean that's typically for a 5x5 five five veg i'm sorry 5x5 five five flower 6x6 six six veg 2.6 microns per joule system efficacy over 1500 ppf <laughs> you know the best diodes a lot of people would say samsung lm 301h Inventronics driver. See y'all, um, y'all think I'm playing. Look at his face. Look at his <laughs> face, y'all. When he was talking about lights, I want y'all to watch every video. Like his face got the twinkle. Like I love why I can watch Chris talk about lights all day. And I'm over like talk, but I can watch him talk. Like it was like Christmas for you. Like it's enjoyable to watch. So I can like it's so dope. But uh, yeah, you named off a bunch of good lights. That, that's really cool that you've actually gotten to the point now where, you know, you mentioned you started off small and kind of worked your way up into some of these things. Like you didn't start out with HLD 600, right? You had no, lights before no, and all that I stuff. So it was a gradual not. transition. Right. I did not. I used a little $50 lights from um, Amazon. Like they blurples. We call them blurples. You know, I, mean? I use a little blurples. So yes, I did not start off that way. I started off with those and I just transitioned as the research, as I started researching. So yeah. Awesome. So are you typically starting from seed or do you do clones or what? I do both. Um, I typically, I don't use no one else's clones. I, you will never see me bring anyone's clones from outside um, in my into my grow, never. I would never do that. Um, I'm not against it if that's what you choose to do. But for me, um, 
all the horror stories is good enough for me to learn from. Um, I don't know how all other people catered to their plans. I don't know what they started defeating them. I don't know what they did to get the clone. I don't know how they cloned. So I choose not to go with clones. But I do use clones because I clone my own plans. So I'm about saving money. If you watch me, you know that I'm about saving money, do it yourself. And um, clone saves you money, especially on genetics that you like. Um, I typically use C. It's funny because um, I got into cloning because out of everything in growing, I'm one of those people that have been lucky to not have no problems with growing. Like, I haven't had not an issue. When people say they have issues and blood rot and I haven't had any of those. Like, I haven't had, like, um, bugs or any type of those things. Um, the, the biggest issue I have in growing, my biggest downfall is germination. I have a problem. I do not know why I've killed so many seeds, but my biggest problem has always been germination. So, um, yeah, I start from seed because I'm going to get down pack. I don't care. Um, but yeah, so seeds and then I clone because I need to save time. I want to save time. And I know that because I have uh, germination issues that you better clone because you're not going, you may not get nothing. <laughs> So. <laughs> well, oftentimes, a lot of people don't know this. I mean, one of the reasons why I struggle sometimes when it comes to germination is the temperature of the medium, right? If it's too low, like you're in a basement, you mentioned, maybe the temperature is just too low and it's not able to kind of sprout from the medium just because right. the, the medium's not in the, the proper range. I, I struggle with that myself a little bit. I need to be extra careful that my medium is in the proper temperature. I think a lot of people overlook that. Okay. Uh, they don't even really think of that. So you might want to look into that. Now, when I looked at your channel, I saw you have, you know, you mentioned DIY. You actually created your own aeroponic setup for cloning. Can you talk to us like how you built that? Okay. So them, them, them machines cost a lot of money. Like they cost a lot of money and I just was not paying it. I just felt like this doesn't make any sense. This is weird. So, um, I go on YouTube and I'm researching like all these things. And anyone's teaching you how to make these miniature versions of it, right? But the one that I wanted costs a hundred and like ninety dollars, right? So I wanted to make recreate that one. So I went online and um I think I came across Goblin or something. And he was doing it and then uh Doggo was doing it. A couple people were doing different things. So I just took some notes and I decided to do my own version of it and a really bigger version of it. So because I wanted, like I said, I wanted more. So I, I went to Home Depot and I got um, seven gallon, uh, no, I'm sorry, 14 gallon, seven gallon and 14 gallon, um, just regular tubs, the ones you would, you know, store your Christmas lights in or the ones you would send to college with your kids or something. I got those. Um, I got me. I want to say correctly, a saw bit, which is, I call it the circle part. I call it a circle, but it's a saw bit. Um, it was like six bucks. I, the, the, the tubs were like $11. Um, and then I had a coupon too. So I was couponing. Um, um, <laughs> what else? Uh, then I went to my local hydroponic store and I'm like, I was like, oh, this says air for water. This should work. And I brought two of those. Um, and they were like, uh, I had some points because I shop at the local hydroponics store a lot. So those were free for me. It would have been like $14 a piece or something. But they were free because I had points. Um, and then I proceeded to go home thinking that was it. <laughs> and um, 
I forgot the tubing. I didn't realize that I needed a certain kind of tubing. So then I had to go back to got to go to Walmart, got the tubing, and the, and the tubing is from my for a fish tank. It's basically for a fish tank um, that cleans you know cleans this the tank out for you. And then I needed some ear ear stones. Got those from Walmart uh, for a fish tank, four dollars. Um, and I got all these things together, and I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I was just like, well, Jay, what are you doing? Like, like you just have all these pieces. And then I sat down and just mapped it out. I was like, okay, so we're going to put, I just turned it, turned it around. I was like, each square is going to be a hole, right? So I'm putting the holes in. I'm like, dope. So then I'm like, well, how does the clone, I forgot to get the cloning thing. So I had to go back to the hydroponics store and get the hockey pucks. I call them hockey pucks. You guys might call them something else. Once again, it's hook gangs. We call them hockey puck because I can that's what I can remember by. So, um, and they're pink. Favorite color. Um, so I, I got hockey pucks and I made sure the hockey pucks and the, the, the circle drill piece fit together. And it did, and I just proceeded to, to drill the holes. And then I realized, okay, at first my first go around, I, I built the water up too hot. Right, so I'm like, this doesn't work. Like, what is going on? I doing something wrong, and I realized that I didn't build it wrong. I just was putting too much water in the um in the container. So then I had to research on how to clone properly, which now turns into deep water culture, which I really kind of didn't even put two to two together. Like, oh, I'm doing deep water culture. Hydroponics here I come. So um. I realized I was putting too much water. Basically, I want the bubbles to you want the bubbles to pretty much bubble up, hit the, hit the bottom of the um of the stem enough to you know moisten it and make the roots stretch. Um, and then I put some great white shark in the water, stir it up, and about the difference between my do-it-yourself cloner and the ones that you purchase, it might take a little bit longer. Um, it takes about 14 days total and get really beasty and my cloner get really beasty ones. Now the dope thing about this people is you don't have to buy a cloner. You don't have to make one because if you just use water in a cup and change out the water every single day, you'll get the same results. Um, it's just that it's a cup and you can put one or two, um, you know, plants in a cup. Um, with the with the cloners, you can have multiples and it kind of like helps irrigate a little bit better. So this way you don't have to change the water every day and for me i like to save money and save time and i'm gonna forget that i gotta change the water and now we got other problems so for me the, the cloner machine was great because i have to change the water but you can clone without a cloner or do it yourself i'm glad you brought up that cup of water and just sticking in there I, I did that recently and i got nervous because the clone started showing like deficiencies and right. i wasn't changing out the water every day because yeah. I was told that you should, like people do, but you don't have to. Like you can keep the same water for like 14 mm -mm. days and mm -mm. then it will root, no, but it was I starting don't... to struggle. Mm -mm. I change my, for me, I change every day. I change a cup of water every single day. I made sure that my stem was cut on the angle, you know, um, every day. I just made sure I pH the water. And I just had a bucket of water that already pH or whatever and and uh, make sure it was a lid and stuff on it. And then every day I would just change the water out, change the water out. Um, and I left the cups inside the tents underneath the same cycle of lights or whatever um, as a veg. And I didn't have any issues. For me and my experience, um, 
changing the water every day was very important. Because when I didn't, it didn't, the, the roots didn't sprout or they died or whatever the case may be. So for me, changing the water every day just worked. So I'm going to change out the water every day next time. But a, a big difference between the cup of water versus the aeroponic method that you built, the DIY aeroponic setup, you're going to get much fat. You must be getting much faster roots with the aeroponic setup, right? Because yeah. of the aeration, you've right. also got, right. um, like you said, I think you sp sprinkled gray white in there. Right. So you must be getting roots as early as five days, roughly maybe seven days max. Is that right? In between seven to, I want I tell people just want to say stop 14 days for everything. Cause I want to be like, oh my gosh, she said no. So I say 14 days, but for me, um, if you go, like you said, like five to seven days, and if you see the video of the cloning machine I did, that was that was a week later, I think it was maybe. Like so, and they're like, they're coming out like they are like crazy. Like you gotta put them in dirt quick because like they're beasts and really good. So and they're strong roots and they're beautiful to look at. So um, yeah, about, about five to seven days, they're pretty good. Um, but I say 14 right. just in case you do something wrong or didn't use great white or didn't your water not pH'd or there's other things in that that can contribute to why your roots are not coming. Maybe you got too much water. Maybe you didn't pH the water or maybe something fell in your water or maybe you didn't um, sanitize your bucket enough. Because um, you, you got to realize that it's do-it-yourself. So you don't want none of the particles that you saw then or none of those things in your water. You got to scrub that water out. Let me scrub that bucket out. So, um... Yeah, so you want to make sure those in it because that can affect how your roots going to come in. Like it will affect you. You don't think it will, but it will. Gotcha. One more question, which is the the pH of it. You said you monitor the pH. I know you have a blue lab pH pen. Mm -hmm. but what pH do you aim for in your aeroponic cloner? I, I aim for six point two everything. Okay, and then the did you do like a ppm or ec as well? Do you do any type of? I did for ppms cloning? a few times. Um, it no too much math. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm too much math. Uh, it's too much information to keep up with for me. Um, the PPMs is good knowledge. I research it to understand how PPMs work. I do have my setup too in case I need to do a runoff because of like, like I said, I haven't had any, I haven't come across any issues yet. So I have things in place. Cause like I said, I watch you. Like I watch people and their problems. So I'm very proactive. I don't want problems, but I do set myself up and my growth self. My growth self is set up for if a problem does arise, I'm already set up for it. So like for example, um, I do for my plants. I bottom feed and a little bit of I bottom water. I should say not feed. I bottom water and I water on top a little bit, but. Um, I have a drain system, a flattened drain system. Yeah, and, I was going to actually ask you about that. Yeah. Maybe we can get into that next. Well, yeah. first of all, what type of water do you use? Do you use RO, tap, well water? I use tap water. Okay. Um, Talk to us about your flood and drain tray DIY setup that you did. Okay. So, well, on tap water side, I'm lucky my tap water doesn't come out that high like some people. Um, it relatively stays like at a 7.5 sometimes. Um, during the winter to summer transition right now, for like the next 30 days, it will jump up a little bit. So I got to watch it a little bit and then it'll go back down. And normally when you straight out of my tap, it's a seven, like straight out the tap. Um, so I don't really have like, it'll adjust itself once I put the water in the dirt type thing. Um, but I still check it. Um, my flood and drain system, thank you, Vader. Thank you. This is the courtesy information, courtesy of Vader people. Um, so, I'm older, 
I'm I'm and I'm lazy. Organics again. What we're not gonna do? I don't want to keep bending over my back. Like so, I, <laughs> I was like, I want my plants off the floor. I'm in the basement now because I started learning how to grow an indoor garden upstairs in my home. So in my home, I have carpet, you know, in the room or whatever. As my knowledge is expanding, my grow is expanding. So I ended up moving into my basement. But my basement is concrete floors like anyone else's basement. So it was colder on the floor. Um, so I wanted to get my plants off the floor. And um, so I started off with building the tables. And I was going to order the tables. Chris, they wanted $600 a table. Like, I'm not paying you $600 a table. Like, that's the price in my, I'm not doing that. So, I uh, learned to build tables from watching Vader. Um, that video said, you know, the, the, the trick in that video is you need two people. So, on my video, it's just me. On Vader's on video, he has a right, follow Vader, okay? He got two people. You need two people. I struggle. But, um, it was a third of the cost of building, <laughs> building the tables. Um... So I built the two tables and then I came across uh Doggo. Doggo was building a drug drain system. And um the only thing I didn't like about his drain system was his um his pumping, the way he was pumping out. So then I had to go back and research on how I wanted my pumps to go. And no one had it. Like no one had like a system at first. Um so on my flat tables, and you should have saw me, Chris, right? <laughs> This is what I mean by hooking, so such a girl. I did not measure the tables, right? So I did the tables in, in my tent already. So of course you have to buy the flat drain stuff, like the drain tables. So I never measured the drain tables, like I just didn't do it. So I get to the hydroponic store and I'm like, yeah, that looks like it'll fit. Good one, I'll get two of those. And when in my eyesight, so, ladies, make sure you either learn how to take measurements or get you to Google measure on your phone. Lesson learned. I learned to measure things out now. This is why. I buy these tables thinking that they were going to fit. When I got home, these tables was a, twice the size of the table that I built. Like, in my mind, I thought they were, the flat tables were the same, but they were not the same. They were humongous. Like, they were so big. They were, like, big, built for, like, a 10 by 10 or something. <laughs> So I had to go back and um, get the smaller versions. So now I get those, and I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to put the pump there. Like some people have the trash can to pump the water out. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to pump the water out. None of that worked for me. Limited space, um, and I wanted to be more convenient. So I remember making the uh, the cloning machines. So I was just like, you know what? Back to Home Depot we go, and I go get the tubs. So now I have 14-gallon tubs under my tables, and now I got to figure out where I'm going to put the tube in it. I'm such a girl. I'm, like, not measuring nothing out again. So I look, and at the bottom of your flag, people, if you look at your draining tables, you have these little circles. You probably would never pay attention to it, but it's these little circles on both sides, right, in front of the numbers. Like, so on your drain table, you say, like, two feet, three feet, you know, you should have numbers. And right above that is these two little circles. Um, and I drove the holes in those circles, put the tubes in, and then I used epoxy to fill them. And I got that idea from some guy that was building uh, a water fountain. He was building a water fountain. And 
he just had his little seven dollar pump thing, you know, water go in, water go out. That's how he explained it. And when he said it, I was like, that sounds genius. I go back to the store for five bucks. I get water go in, water go out. And um I box it and it fit right into the little hole that I made. And um you plug it up into the uh air, what you call it, the stone, the air pump. It was the air pump. I used the air pumps again. And once again I had some points free air pumps so um and uh, i plug in you know all the tubing and stuff that i got from home depot and you just got to figure out about your air pumps what size tubes you want to use um and i put a going in system and a going out system going into going out too um and i played with that for a while filled it up see how it went up see how it went down and it happened to work now the problem with that was chris was in order to water the plants I would physically have to go downstairs and plug the pump up. That would defeat the purpose of me doing this whole table. Like, that, that was dumb, Chris. Like, I'm going to tell myself, Jay, that is so stupid. Like, I got to go downstairs and plug it in just to... Then what did you build the tables for? You might as well just hand water. So then I sat back and I realized um, I knew what I was going to do. I had the Nawea hub, the Nawea grow hub, and I just didn't work well for me. Um, so I didn't know what I was going to do. And then I had the ring doorbell. And I'm sitting in my house, and the ring doorbells, someone's at your front door. Someone's at your front door. And the, you come up on my camera. I was like, dang, I wonder if they got any products like that. So I went to Best Buy, and they had these little plugs. Right, these little like uh, pluggers good for Alexa. They're good for uh, any programs you have, like for your housing or whatever. So I proceeded to plug the um, the pumps into those, downloaded it to my phone, and I was like, God, I hope this works. And guess what? It works. So now it turns on for an hour, and I can leave the water on as long as I want, and um, or program how many times a day I want to come on depending on where I'm at in the veg or the flower stage. And um, it, it waters itself. The only thing I have to do is uh, once a week, make sure the water at the bottom and in the reservoirs are pH correctly. Let them clean them out and they are full. So I went from watering like every day, my hand watering every day, to just checking on water once a week. That's awesome. That makes things so much easier. I have a auto watering system myself. I use the Blue Maps. So I've been using those, the Blue Mat carrots and hooked up to a reservoir. It's gravity fed. So as long as it's above kind of the grill pot, it'll come down and then it'll automatically drop down as the medium dries out. So that's been easier. I've used the auto pot systems in the past where it's basically same thing, gravity fed. It goes to the bottom of the grill pot and it's like bottom feeding and it wicks its way up. But uh, right. those things save so much time, you know, it's like yeah. you mentioned, like hand watering, it can be, it can be time consuming. And depending on your grow setup, like if you're, if you need to like get back into your grow tent because you got other plants in front, like you, then you got to move plants out of the tent, you know, <laughs> lean into your tent. Like it can be a lot easier to have an auto watering system set up at some point, whether it be blue mats, auto pot, flood and drain trays, right. you know, so on and so forth. So it's pretty cool that you actually got to that point. Now you're probably saving a ton of time. I am because normally, um, I was in my gardens for like 13 hours a day. It felt like now between me switching my soil over to organics and then me also, um, doing to automatic watering, 
I'm a lazy grinder, Chris. I'm so lazy. I gotta find a new project now. I don't have nothing to do. I be bored. I be just messing with the plants for no reason. You know how you got? I I had to you know go back to the basics. I gotta keep myself keep it simple because if I don't, I've been just messing around, messing the plants up. So because there'll be nothing to do now. So um, now I just mm -mm, take on new projects. I'm gonna grow simple. some. I'm a, I'm gonna grow some spring things. <laughs> <laughs> So you mentioned in the beginning how you kind of throw together your mix, your soil mix. You have amendments in it to begin, but yeah. how about later on in the grow, right? So what nutrients are you using and when are you actually like feeding? Like I'm assuming that you said you're organic now. So I'm assuming you're doing some sort of like top dressing, you know, what so, do you use? When do you apply it? So I top dress, I use, um, is it Dr. Is Dr. Earth. Um, I use those and, um, their whole line is to me, it's awesome. It's a little smelly, but it's pretty awesome. Um, like I said, uh, organics. I take a bucket uh, from Home Depot. Yeah, that's my favorite store. Um, I take a bucket from Home Depot, the paint bucket, and I go and I get the dry amendments from my my local carbonic store, or I have to order them. And I took the whole boxes of them, and I just mix them together in the trash bag really well. And then um, double the bag out, and I shake it like like you shaking chicken, and I shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Put it in the um in the bucket, put the lid on it, and then I feed my plants in veg in the beginning. I top dress in the beginning, and they pretty much lasts me about thirty days in veg. So I don't have to feed it again. Now I do use in between that um what I call tree stump, which is like a, a recharge. So for better lack of terms, it is a recharge for me. I like tree stump. I don't use recharge. Nothing against recharge. Job. It works pretty awesome for what I see. Um, but I just, that's just my brand and it's just cheaper. Um, and it does the same thing. And the reason why I probably also use it is because tree stump does not need to be irrigated. I can just pour it right into some water, you know, measure it out. Um, I do measure that out. Um, measure that out and put it in the water and it's ready to go off the bat. And if I run out, my local hydroponics store also gives you free already made um, tea every Tuesday. Um, just gotta bring, you gotta bring a container. Um, but I use that, so I use tree stump every, about once a week. About once a week, I use it once a week. Um, and then in flour, I'll chop dress again in flour. Um, and then I don't have to do it again. That's it. So I pretty much feed probably twice during my cycles. In the beginning, and then um, and in the beginning of uh, flower. Yeah. So those are the only two times that I feed, and it's in the dirt. Now, like I said before, because I've been running my my organics for a minute now, that feed is already constantly in my dirt. It's constantly in my dirt. So I don't have to feed as much. I will say the first time me ever switching over to dry the amendments, though, I did have to top dress twice in veg and then twice in flour to get to the level where now I don't have to do that. So um, that's where that's at. And that's the good part about okay. it. Yeah. That's pretty straightforward. Now, how about environment conditions? First of all, do you supplement CO2? And then also, what do you aim for for temperature and humidity? So when it comes to temperature, I mean, that's tough to answer for me. And the reason why I say that is because some people have a baseline of what they go off. I go off the cultivar. 
So I go off what I'm growing. So um, I have grown some cultivars where they like the temperature to be, you know, 86 and the humidity to be like 69%. And I have grown some cultivars where um, they like the regular baseline, 72, 78, you know, something like that is temperature-wise, and then 62, 65 for humidity, depending on the situation. Um, so I pretty much researched the plant. And then maybe for me, I, I I I stress them. Like some people do training. I'm not. I don't train, but I do. I will stress a plant the hell out though. I will stress you out to your max to see what happens if I don't give you air. Well, you don't have no airflow. If you if your temperature is too hot, if your temperature is too low, I will stress the plant out just to understand that particular cultivar on what the baseline should be for that particular cultivar. So that's how that's how I do mine. So if you're talking about, let's just say, you know. For back a lot of terms, a green pepper, and this particular green pepper wants, um, you know, 80 degrees temperature, and then, you know, 66 humidity, that's what I get that green pepper. But then I might have a red pepper that wants, you know, um, temperatures to be at 72 and uh, humidity at 62, they're going to a different chair, and that's what they're getting. Um, so that's pretty much how I do that. So I can have two I can have two tents going on, and and they're gonna have two different environments. They're not gonna have the same environment. You're not gonna come into my tents and see all the same environment. They're all different. Gotcha. Now, do you do anything with with CO two? No, I'm just now learning okay. CO two. Um, as of right now, the where I'm at with research wise, I haven't. I come across that. I probably don't still need it yet. Um, me just breathing enough is cool. Pretty much. Um, I do yep, want to. I do want to try it out just to um, see. I am interested to see, like, firsthand see, not just on the video, the difference. But I haven't tried it yet. So, no, I don't use CO2. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I've been using those T&B Naturals canisters. Okay. Uh, and now I actually just bought one of those exhale bags, exhale okay. CO2 bags. So, uh, so I'm going to be using those for the first time and seeing how that compares to the canisters so now how does the canisters work from you not having the canisters i've monitored like the ppm levels that you also monitor ppm for co2 as well and i've been able to get upwards of a thousand even more at some points uh, you know assuming it's a sealed environment now sometimes i'm exhausting oftentimes i'm exhausting the air so keeping that up past a thousand just it doesn't really work with the canisters for me but monitoring the ppm levels i have got it up Typically, on average, maybe 700, 800 ppm, uh, but upwards of 1,000. So it does definitely work compared to just not doing any sort of CO2 Man, supplementation Chris, at you all. Were to say, you were supposed to say, oh, no big difference. So now I got to go downstairs and start ppm y'all and oxygen because, you know, Mr. Gross said that's what it is. You know, he did. He, no, he, you don't he, have the to. Boss, even... and listen, the boss has spoken. So now I got to Man. <laughs> I, I think measuring CO2 is, I mean, some people would say it's an overkill to even measure. I mean, the meters cost so much. Yeah. I, Generally, people don't even bother to get any type of CO2 measurement going. So. I'm going to try one day. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm going to try. I am. So, you, you know, you have quite a bit of several years experience growing. What advice do you have for someone who's just starting to grow for the first time? Ask yourself, do you really want to grow? Do you want to be a consumer of, of the things that you're growing or do you want to get into agriculture? Understand that if you're going to do this, then do your research. Um, the one thing I'm learning in, in, in this is just do you. Like, um, 
growing for me has been taught me to be okay with failure. I'll say this a lot. Growing for me has taught me to be okay with failure. At one point, I thought failing was not an option. Um, I used to stress myself out if I failed at something. You know, um, I would beat myself up if I failed at something. I felt like a failure. And like anyone else, I got mental stress and mental illness like other people. Um, and it played a big part in my mental. A failure played a big part in my mental. I was terrified of, of, of failing. Um, so for me, for um, gardening, it taught me to be okay with failure. It taught me to embrace failure. Um, and with that, you learn, when you embrace failure, I learned that you learn more things about yourself. It reveals things about yourself. So for me, gardening has taught me a lot about me. Um, and I'll give you an example off, as a kind of off topic. Um, as women, we get, I guess, that, that bitter, I guess you want to call it. Um, so, oh, bitter bitch. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but uh, for me, it embraced failure, which taught me to be okay with certain things. And I fell in love with falling in love again, which is the dopest thing ever, right? So, um I'm in love with my plants. I'm in love with gardening. I'm in love with myself all over again. I'm in love with who I'm becoming through gardening. Um, I'm in love with the interactions um, where I get to meet with people. Um, so for me with gardening, I feel like if you're going to do this, do your research. Be okay with what you want to do. Don't let nobody, and, and, and I say this because like earlier I was talking about germination. Like one of my biggest play with germination is because I allowed everybody else's way to get in my head on how to germinate. And not remembering how I started my first grow ever. My first grow ever with germination was never an issue. And they have an issue, and that wasn't an issue, it was dirt. Like that was my issue. Um, and now it's not got an issue with germination. That's because I allow everyone else to tell me what's right and what's wrong. And in growing, there's no right or wrong way. I, I, you know, there's no like, this is wrong or that's wrong. You should be PPM. You should be knowing all DVDs. Like, no, no, that's not how this works. Like, I'm going to do my gardening to what I see fit um, that helps me out what goes on in my garden, what goes on in my climate, what goes on in my neck of the woods. So I feel like if you're going to start growing and, and get into gardening, do what makes you happy. I don't give a darn if you want to grow blueberries from the damn ceiling. You know, like, if you want to try that, try that. You know what I mean? Don't let anybody say, oh, you can't grow blueberries from the ceiling. Well, how are you going to know if you don't try? You don't know? I guess people growing stuff straight up now, just straight up and down. They would have never known that if they didn't try it. You know what I mean? So try it. And if it don't work, guess what? It just don't work. Try it again. And then if you over try and try something different. You know what I mean? And if people don't like it, then they ain't gotta like it. That's how I feel about it. Don't let nobody tell you not what not to do. Like that's um that's what we do at Kenesis. Kenesis stand for do not tell me what I cannot do, sis. I can do whatever I put my mind to. So don't let nobody tell you can't do nothing. And that's just basically it. That's the only advice I'll give you. Do what you want. Make your own world. It's just your world. And if they don't like your world, tell them not to say get out. <laughs> that's it. That's all to it. That's it. Definitely some really good advice there for sure. So wrapping things up. How can the listeners find you? And what do you have upcoming in the future? Um, You can find me on YouTube, Jariah Black. Or you can go on JariahBlack.com on my website. Um, you can go find me on Instagram, Jariah Black on Instagram. You can find me on Twitch on Grow Like a Girl CLTV. You can find me in the chat rooms over on 9.30 at night, so on Sundays, with Session with the Guys at 9.30 on CL Media on Sundays. Um, 
I'm normally on Discord Sunday mornings, stalking Mr. Grow It. On Sunday mornings, when he drops his videos, you can find me there on Discord, stalking Mr. Grow It. Um, uh, what else? And then on Friday nights, I'm normally stalking Dog. You can find me in his chat room. I'm stalking Gigi. I'm stalking a couple people. So you can find me just lurking. No, I'm joking. Um, I'm easy. I'm approachable. You can hit me up on Instagram anywhere. Just Kansas session on Friday nights at eight thirty, and I'm on Twitch after dark at ten thirty. Kansas after dark, and then on Sundays, seven thirty every Sunday on uh, Jariah Black on my YouTube channel. Awesome, sounds good. Well, I will link Jariah's YouTube channel down in the description section below. You can tune into her content. I'll also, link the video I did with you on your channel the one about lights i'll link that down in the description section below as well so people can check that one out if you enjoyed this video click that thumbs up button I'm trying to get as many thumbs up as possible feel free to share this if you feel like uh, people would value from this information if you're tuning in on one of the podcast platforms particularly apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and review coming up to 200 ratings and reviews would love to pass that this year if possible Thank you to everyone who has left a rating and review so far. And subscribe to the channel if you haven't already on YouTube. So busting out these Garden Talk videos every single week. And also there's some other goodies that come onto this channel every now and then. So hit that subscribe button and you'll be notified when new videos are released. Jariah, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. This was thank fun. Thank you. Really cool. I love hanging out with you. Like I love. Listen, guys, <laughs> let me tell you, all right? So we'll sign up for release. So we get the MJ BizCon, right? And y'all know me, like, I am I am Mr. Royal fan, like, a big fan. So I get there, and Chris, what you know, I, was, I fangirled every day. Every day I go home, I'm like, yo, I didn't know what to say in front of this man. I talk a lot. Like, I talk a lot. But every time Chris come on, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know if I should hug him, not hug him. I wanted to pinch his cheeks. I was like, he's real. Like, he's really in front of me. Like, this is so dope. So every day I was like, my friends back at the hotel, I was like, you okay? I was like, like, I was fanning out, you know, the whole week, yo. It took me a whole week before I got normal. By the end of the week, it took me like, okay, Chris, da, da, da. it took me a whole week. He, he didn't know it, but it took me a whole week, Chris. It was on, by the time the end of the week, I was like, I can breathe now. I can't breathe now. I appreciate <laughs> you so That's so funny. Much. Yeah, I'm just another human being. Uh, but it was really fun meeting you at MJ BizCon, and I'm sure you, you'll be back there next year for sure and we'll be hanging out once again so i'm looking forward to that thank you for having me god bless you on everything you do i'm grateful for you i'm grateful for the content that you make i hope god blesses you and wrap his arms around you and make sure every door that you don't see open does open so bye guys. thank you we'll leave it at that i hope you enjoy the rest of your day you Peace. too